Hello and welcome to the B&B Show. I'm Andy Blaylock. And I hate everything. This is a terrible day. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> we'll have to redo that intro. <laughs> no, we won't. We're still going. We're keeping it. <laughs> How you doing today, Kevin? I am t- I, I'm laughing and I'm crying at the same time. We're keeping it. We're live, baby. We're, We're doing, doing it. it. Okay. We're doing it. Well, We're doing it live. We'll give it... <laughs> Into the hands, the able, capable hands of Jeffrey. Yes, see what he does. He with won't it. edit any of this. We've, yeah. we've. He's got had, too much on his plate to scrap that. I think we've been going through things. So, are you doing okay, Kevin? Somebody asked me today. You know, one of my good friends here at church. He said, "Any good news?" And you know what I said after the message mm-hmm. that I heard recently? You know, God's still on His throne. Amen. He's not tired. No. He's not looking for vacation. Amen. He's not sleeping. Yes. He's not on sabbatical. Yep. Come on. Yeah. And, you know, that's where I'm at, you know. Yeah. The outward man perisheth, but the inward man is renewed day by day. Amen to that. So um, speaking of being needed to be renewed. Yes. You guys are going back to school. <laughs> we don't have to do that. <laughs> Did we ever go to school? That's right. You were homeschooled. Oh, yeah. Hey, hey, hey. You had to... <laughs> I was public schooled, as you can tell. I made lots of friends. I don't. <laughs> With uh, that was animals. funny. When I went to college, the guy was like, "All right, Mister B. Saw, time to diagram the sentence." I wasn't homeschooled. I don't know. I had gym for my. Nobody classes. wastes their time in the <laughs> real world on how to diagram. That's a noun. That's a verb. That's a thing. That the adjective. I'm out of here. He wanted me to diagram. Okay, for those out there in TV land. Okay, he wanted me to diagram a, a sentence. Not just a sentence, but a sentence from the Apostle Paul. Have you read some of Paul's sentences? For I'm persuaded. Commas. Semicolons. Lots of them. Paul, you have running on sentences like a marathon. Actually, our Bible doesn't use a semicolon, does it? Just commas. No, I think it does. I think it has some. Mine does, the Cambridge print. I think it has some. Oh, does it? Okay. I think so. Punctuations. Now we'll have to look. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So back to school you go. Yay. Yeah. Pro tips. Also, oh, yeah. All My name's Kevin Bezos. That's right. Oh, did you sorry. not say that? I didn't say. I just said They'll I was having a bad. They'll never know. After yeah. all this time watching, I have no idea who yeah. you are. Uh, we actually started. If this video airs when I think it will, yeah, um, it will be a year anniversary from when we did our first pro tips, which was like the end of August. Yeah. So this is pro tips. We we'll call it fall edition or school edition school. or whatever. Back to school. In school fact, school is Probably just started school. Some of them have already returned. Yeah. The summer has ended. The winter is coming. We are not safe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the problem with this is summer can be an exciting time. It is. I just love it so much. Now it can be an exciting time, a time of change and growth and or apathy, one or the yeah. other. So, yeah, we did a thing on the summer. And we did. Did you pay attention? Did you listen? Yeah. Everything you said, I made it not that way. <laughs> what? Well, are but you? We have, but we have, um, we're struggling today to be a show. We are. Pray for us. It's, this is something that, you know, we've talked about that there's challenges with every season. Yeah. And there's opportunities, right? Mm-hmm. There's opportunities for the summer and there's challenges. And just like that, there are opportunities and challenges when you go back to school, right? It's kind of back to reality. Yeah. Back to the grind. Back to the schedule. Back, back to, to the work. stress. Yeah. Right. For a lot of people, um, and for some, they thrive. Yeah. Under the school structure, others wither, and then unfortunately, some, even though they thrive, they also falter. Yeah. So we want to go over a few of these things, just to some pro tips, things we've learned growing up, both physically and spiritually when it comes to this season of your life, back to school. Yeah, I maybe I'm not the person to be listening to. You know my report card said D-D-D-D-D-D-A because I had banned. <laughs> <laughs> or was it? 
No, I no, yeah, I no. was the quintessential band geek, okay? Good. That's a good thing. Have you been to my office? I have a band hat. That is true. Who has a band hat in yes. their office? Me. You. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. That just made you cool. You know how much of a band nerd I am before we oh, get into this, okay? Yeah. So the other day I was shaving my neck. Okay. And I have a um, one of those... It's the electric ones or whatever. Oh, yeah. So I happened to notice as it was going off, I'm like, oh, that's a cool tone. And at the same time, the vent in the bathroom was going off. I'm like, oh, that's a perfect fifth of the tone that my shaver is, my razor. And so you know what I did? I hummed the third, which made it a full major chord in the bathroom. Da, da, da. All going while I was shaving. This is the greatest morning ever, band geek. Nerd. (laughs) I can see that. Sometimes we'll listen to music and... Kevin was like, now, did you notice here? No, let's rewind it back. Let's go back. And so my Zen is broken. Did you hear this part? This summer, did you see this I part? learned how to play the train whistle. Instead of just play a chord on it. Yes, you did. I've learned to play three different notes and a chord on the train whistle. I admire that about you. I'm a loser. I think that's a great thing. This is Nerd. the largest run-on we've ever had. But that's yeah. fine. Diagram that sentence. Now we're <laughs> boom roasted. <laughs> Here's a few things about the fall. See, you need school to stay focused. We're clearly not focused. You need to go back to school. Yeah, back to school, exactly. Um, and even for those who are maybe not in school, but this is just something for the fall season. Because mm-hmm. the fall, normally things get things busier, pick up, yeah. things pick up, right? So whether you're in school or not, but remember these things. All right, number one is reflect on your priorities. Yes. So the problem is it's very easy for life to get in the way with your walk with God. Mm-hmm. Summer, things slow down. You have lots more free time. And... Either you developed a very good habit of trying to stay in the Word and prayer through mm-hmm. the summer, or you did the opposite and you let the lackadaisical nature of that season cause you to drift. Well, now, if you're like that now, it's going to be even harder now that you have tests and essays and projects quizzes. and quizzes and pop quizzes and everything else. School and life and everything around you is trying to choke the spiritual life away mm. from you. So yeah, that's absolutely right. Kevin said recently that if Satan can't destroy you, he will distract you. Yep. And it's true, because he can't destroy us in the Lord. He can't. Um, but he sure can distract. And the problem with entering back into a season of school, and now you've got extracurricular activities, and you have not, you have community service hours, and you have all of these things. And by the way, these are bad things. Right. None of these things I mentioned are bad. They're all good things. But it's very easy for them to choke the spiritual life out of you. You mm-hmm. know, you go to camp, right? And mm-hmm. the Lord speaks to you, and you're on fire. But guess what? When you're right back to the grind, and you've got to learn subjects in school that you really don't care about, but you got to take a test on, you got to do this, 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 this. And then on top of that, you want to have a social life. Yep. And on top of that, you have a church life. Ambassadors. And then, you, yeah, on top of everything else, you have a family life. Yeah. Where's God fit into it? And what about your your gaming life, too, you know? Yes. Oh, that's very important. (laughs) For some people. That's the thing, too, your hobbies, if you have any, if you have time for any of it. Are you going to allow those things to take the place of God? Because it's never a malicious decision. It's it's an absent decision. It's like you just let things take its place. You know, Christ never gets kicked off a throne. He usually just gets quietly pushed out. Because yeah. there's, there's too much room for everything else. You know? I, yeah, I was I was having breakfast this morning with a, a good man who comes to play basketball with us, and he was talking about sometimes how he gets distracted away from reading his Bible yeah. and, and just walking with the Lord in his... He has a place... By the way, I suggest this. You want a pro tip. Have a place that you read your Bible every day. Yeah. Um, he Does has a place in his home that he reads. But the problem is in that place is not only the couch where he sits and reads his Bible, but there's also his home office. Yes. 
And so he's like, well, I'll just, uh, let me just send this email real quick then. And you know, he painted this picture. It was the Lord Jesus sitting on the couch waiting for him to fellowship with him. Mm-hmm. But he's over on the computer. Let me just send that one email. Oh, the phone rings. Oh, the baby's up. And before you know it, it's the afternoon, and the Lord's still waiting on the couch for you to come sit with him and talk with him, and you've distracted him out of the way. Let me let me just say this, okay? He's talking about you know reflecting on your priorities, okay? Mm-hmm. And this is important. Some people say, well, I just, man, I just don't have time today. Let me say this. Busyness does not take your priorities away. Busyness reflects what your priorities are. Ooh, that's good. So if you say, well, I just didn't have time to read the Bible and pray this morning, guess what is not a priority? I'm not trying to be harsh, but I'm trying to be harsh. Yeah. Okay. If you say, I just didn't have time, then it's not a priority. And I'm not trying to be preachy on the BMP show. No, no. But you treat, however you treat your Bible and your walk with God is how you treat God. Mm -hmm. So if you neglect it, that tells me, and I'm not saying I'm the best at reading my Bible because trust me, believe you me, I'm not. No. I, you know, sometimes I try to read it every day. However, sometimes it's let me, get, you know, it's almost like checking off a box sometimes. Yeah. Um, but you, how you treat your daily Bible reading is how you re- treat your relationship with the Lord. Mm-hmm. If you don't love God's Word, what does that say? Yeah. Well... I'm just saying, I'm not trying to preach down your throat, shuck the corn, break the bread, put the cheese on the pizza, mow the dog, kick the banish, park the RV, shake the bush. You know, no, here's what I am saying, though. You make time for what your priorities really are. Yeah. And if you say, well, I just didn't have time today, it's just simple. Your your walk with God is not a priority. Yeah, and honestly, what do you think is going to happen later in life when you're in college? <laughs> or More busyness. When you're out of college and you... <laughs> Life just gets busier and busier yeah. and more unsure and more mm-hmm. stressful. Or when you get married or you have kids or whatever happens in your life, there's always going to be there's always going to be something to take the place of your priority, and it's always going to increase. Yeah. Yeah, there's always something, and it's just going to ramp up even more. And I know some of you teens right now are like, oh, my life is so busy as it is. Just to it wait. It can get <laughs> even busier, I promise you. Yeah. Some of our kids have crazy schedules already. Absolutely. They They're busier than we ever were. Yeah. You know, during those. But even then. There's always something to replace your priorities, always. And you mm-hmm. have to be very careful about that. Yep. And for where your treasure is, there, there will your heart be also. It's like it's in the Bible somewhere. Yeah, so that's, I think Christ himself said that. Yeah, uh, yeah that? that's pretty good. And the reason why is because your actions reflect your priorities, always. Yep. You may say, well, I love God, and I, like, well, then show it. Show me your faith by your works. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and I'll show you, you know, that, that was condemning. I, I, I listened to a message the other day. This, was, this one hit me right between the eyes. A, a passive faith says things. Oh, I will do, or you know, I believe that. Yeah. And it sees things, but an active faith is exactly that. It's active. Yeah. It's alive. Um, and I, I was thinking, you say, I, "Well, I I love God. Well, then show us. Yeah. That you love God. I've heard someone say that most Christians spend their life saying, "I see that mountain." Yeah. But there's a very few Christians that say, give me that mountain. Yeah. Like Caleb. Like, I want it. Give it to hey, me. Hey, this is ministering to me today. Hey, amen. That's right. Man. Same here. So there's an old quote, too, that says, you know, as much as everything pushes within me, there's always something greater within me pushing back, something bigger, stronger, and greater. That's the mm-hmm. Lord himself. Amen. The best part of you should be the biggest part of your life. It should be your whole life, your priorities, mm-hmm. as your walk with God. Yeah. Because everything else falls into place. Which is going to lead to the next thing we're going to talk about. Well, let us in on it. What let is us it? In. You reflect on your priorities, but then here's the other thing: you have to realize your responsibilities. Now, this is important Ooh. because you, 
if your walk with God isn't right, then every single human interaction won't be right. Mm-hmm. And your your goals, your dreams, your ambitions, everything falls apart unless you are in tune with God and yeah. you're fellowshipping with God. So, But if you get that right, your priorities, the next step, our pro tip, is you have to realize your responsibilities. What that means is you're entering in a season where more is expected of you. Yes. You have deadlines, you have expectations, you have pressure, yeah. you have stress. And stress is a part of life. We talked about that, yeah. right? But you have to understand that at this point of your life, you may be doing things you don't want to do. School can be very difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, college life can be difficult. Even sometimes outside of college life, you're an adult now, there's just things that they weigh you down, yeah. right? But God has given you and God has put you in the place you're right now for a reason. Mm-hmm. So you have to be a good steward of what God has given you now. And a lot of times I think kids, when they, when they come back to school, they bemoan either their schedule or, or their responsibilities or all the things they have to do, but realize like this is where God has led you. The summer was great, but now it's time to get to work. It's yeah. time to be faithful to the things that God has given you. But that's only going to happen if you have a walk with God. You have the right, because, you know, I'll, I'll, when you're in his presence, you have the right perspective. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. So when it talks about responsibilities, you know, help your parents. Mm-hmm. You know, don't, don't stress them out. Do your school, do your chores, do the things that have been expected of you. Do them realizing that these are the things that God has placed in your hand. And Jesus Christ said, those who have been faithful in the little things shall be made, made leader great things, mm-hmm. ruler over many things. Yeah. You may think cleaning the house or doing your homework on time or doing these little things don't matter in the kingdom of God, oh, but, but those does. are the things that yeah. God has given you to do. Yeah. And that's what he said, you have been faithful in little things, I shall make thee ruler over great things. Um, that doesn't make sense to us, but in, to God, it's the same thing. Oh, yeah. A great king ruling over a huge nation or a humble child simply doing the little everyday mundane things that God has given them to do. There's Be- a lot you know, of good... Before yeah. Jesus Christ ever, ever committed those incredible miracles, he simply obeyed yeah. his carpenter father and his humble mother. Every single day for obscurity, for 30 years in complete obscurity, he just grew in favor and stature with God and man. You know, I love this. Okay, so I'm going to teach you a little saying here. Your Spanish lesson for today. I'm learning Spanish. Ooh, if you spell out the word socks, S O C K S, it's actually a Spanish idiom. S O C K S means it is what it is. S O C K S. S O K S. S O C K S. S O C K S. Oh duh, yeah. S O C K S. It is what it is. Okay. So you got to realize, yes, I have. The, it is what it is. You have homework, yes. You have responsibilities, yes. Yeah. Um, so just come to terms with those things. Yes, I have things that I am, that are respect uh, expected of me, yeah. and I'm going to do those things. And brother Andy was talking about doing the mundane things. Absolutely, yes. Mm. Uh, you know, a person doesn't get strong uh, by going to the gym one time. Oh, I worked if out only. for an hour. I can't feel anything. The next, I don't feel yeah. anything. Thing. Okay, um, but they they get strong and they get the physique they want by going to the gym consistently every day or going uh, several times a, a week. Okay, so I look at Bible people, people in the Bible that, that was going through my mind as you were speaking. I think about Joseph. Joseph doesn't get from the pit to the pal or from the pit to the prison of the palace. Yeah. If he doesn't do the mundane things before all that happened, yep. you realize when he got sold into slavery, he was being obedient to what his dad said. Yeah, he just go find your brothers; they're acting crazy and they're making me lose my hair. Go find them. So that's what he did. <laughs> yep. You think about somebody. Have you ever heard of this guy in the Bible, David? David was a shepherd boy. Bah. 
Yeah. <laughs> okay. He was again doing the mundane things as he was uh, doing the mundane things. That's when the lion came. That's yep. when the bear came. He was simply doing stuff. Every you don't hear about every last day of David's life. You hear about the high points. Yeah. Um, but as David was doing the mundane things every day, mm-hmm. you know, God let him let him along. But he didn't shirk his responsibilities from every day. No. He was obedient every day. He took care of those sheep. As a matter of fact, if you read in, in 1 Samuel chapter 17, one he once he goes to his brothers and then mm-hmm. he sees Goliath, what does the Bible say about his responsibility? Yeah. He left his sheep with somebody else. Yeah. And so he's taking care of business. You remember when we worked at taking Office Depot? Care of office Depot? Taking care of business. Oh, okay, stop. Cold Sorry. sweat. PTSD, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yep, yep. And one uh, famous soldier, or Navy SEAL, said he's, he jumped out of planes. He said he jumped out of planes a lot. <laughs> okay, got a parachute. No, I don't know about that. Yes. He he said, plan your jump, jump your plan. Ooh, plan your jump, jump your plan. So you've Ooh. got those responsibilities. Just get it done. Yeah. And there's a lot of things to navigate, but you know what? It's going to be okay because if this relationship is right, mm-hmm. this relationship will fall into place. Yep. Amen. I'm talking a lot. Go that ahead. Is, well, you know, you mentioned Joseph. You know, one of the things I love about him and his story. It's a little detail. I don't know if people always catch, is that when he was in Potiphar's house, yeah, it said, and the Lord was with him, and Potiphar saw, yeah, that the Lord made everything in his hand to prosper, and he made him ruler over his house, yeah, 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 because Joseph was a man who realized his responsibilities. I yeah. think this isn't fair. I'm a slave. This isn't right. My brothers, this isn't, are my mean. brothers betrayed <laughs> me. They think I'm dead. They lied, but you know they. He could have bitterly bemoaned everything going on in his life, right? But no, he was faithful. Mm -hmm. And not only that, then he gets thrown in prison. Now he's done. Now he's like, okay, I'm just going to sit here and wallow. No, no. And the keeper of the prison, Bible says, and he saw that the Lord was with him and made anything in his hands. How can anything in your hands prosper in a prison? Well, guess what? Joseph found a way. It's amazing. And he said, and he made him the keeper of the prison. Yes. A prisoner, a keeper of the prison. And I love that about him because any situation he was in... He took the most of what God gave. Yep. You know, he he took his responsibilities and did it to the best. Whatsoever thou hand findest to do, do with all thy might. That's exactly right. That's an right. incredible thing. Yep. And and people saw that. And mm-hmm. by the way, he wasn't even Egyptian. He was a foreigner. Yeah. And they and they were so impressed by him that they made this foreigner ruler over any time he was ever in a room. That's because that's how faithful he was. Just so, keep after it. But that doesn't happen unless you have the right priorities. Yep. So reflect on your priorities, realize your responsibilities. Now, this is Next. the other side of the coin. This yeah. is like the continuation. Reject the overload. Okay, what I mean by that is, yes, you have responsibilities. Ooh. Yes, you have stress. Yes, that there's going to be things that you can't avoid, mm-hmm. right? Things you have to do. But the problem with young people a lot of times is they put too much on themselves. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's, I'm just going to be completely blunt with you. Too much sports, yeah. Too much extracurricular activities, too much things that just constantly weigh you down. And a lot of these things are good things. Sports are great, extracurriculars are great, and, and most people do them. You know, community service, all this—it's great. But sometimes young people, and it's not your fault because adults do this too, mm-hmm. all the time. You put too much on yourself. You have to understand your limitations. Yeah. And when the fall comes, it's very easy to just be top heavy and you mm-hmm. load so much you don't understand truly how much pressure you're under yeah and what that does is it actually causes your responsibilities to falter because mm-hmm. you have too many of them because you can only do so many things at once right, right. You're, you're you're only human um your, your responsibilities suffer and then because of the overload 
your priorities also suffer. Your relationships yep. suffer because you can't make time for God. You can't make time for family. You can't make time for friends because you put too much on yourself. Yeah. And it physically affects you. It emotionally affects you. And it absolutely spiritually affects you. And I've noticed in today's world, Brother Kevin, more than ever, there's just a lot of things that young people can put on themselves. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times it's not even their parents. They just do it to themselves. Right, like, I'm right, going right. to add this, do this, do this, do this, do this. And they think they can do it all. Mm -hmm. And they can. So I want you to... Th this is a more nebulous pro tip. Yeah. But I, I'm just going to say it and let whoever... Let ears to hear, let them hear. You know your life. And if you feel like you're in a place where you're overloaded, you have to reject it. You have to stop. You have to be honest with yourself and say, what can I handle? What can't I? And then talk to your parents about it. Yeah. You know, I was telling somebody the other week, um, I, I said, you just got to learn when to say no. Yeah. Now, there, there's a right way and a wrong way to say no. <laughs> Let me just say that. No. To, uh, <laughs> you know, yeah, the Bugs Bunny. No. no. Um, exactly. But you know, you, you know, this is just overloading me. Have a talk about it. Yeah, it's not like don't reject authority or anything like that. But it's important to learn when to say not this time or, yeah. um, you know, to, and, and that's one of the things Brother Andy told me. And you know what I said to him? No, no, <laughs> I'm never gonna say. I say no to saying no. <laughs> yeah, you have to. Even in ministry, you have to understand that you have limitations and mm -hmm. you can't do everything. Jesus Christ said, hey, hey, Jesus, can you like? <laughs> there's multiple times where Christ denied, mm -hmm. which people don't realize. Um, but you have to know your limitations. Mm -hmm. um, you have to understand that God has given you certain things to do. Jesus Christ refused in his earthly ministry to be distracted with ancillary things, extra things. He yeah. said, I must go about my father's business. Yeah. Yep. He had a laser sight focused because, I mean, he could have healed the whole world. He could have destroyed the Roman Empire. He could have reestablished the nation. of Israel. He could have done all these things. No, I'm here to do a certain job. Mm -hmm. Even the Son of God put limitations on himself, Yeah, right? That's His true. His ministry was only three years. It could have been 10, could have been 20. No. He had a limited scope of time. He had a laser sight focus on God's will and what God gave him. Mm -hmm. Don't overload. Be honest with yourself. Be patient with yourself. Lastly, reflect on your priorities. Realize your responsibilities. Reject the overload. And finally, request to be used. Ooh. Request to be used. All of these things are great things, but they're for yourself. But understand that your walk with God the things that God has given you, making sure that nothing gets in the way of those things, you don't mm -hmm. overload, is so that you can be a blessing. Joseph was sent to that pit and to Potiphar's house and to that prison, so eventually he'd be in the palace. So yeah. eventually he would save his family, he would save that nation, whole name, yeah. two, two nations, several nations. All those things happened, not for Joseph's sake, that was mm -hmm. miserable, but he did that because he was a witness to Potiphar. Mm -hmm. He said, and, the, and Potiphar saw that the Lord was with him. Yeah. He was a witness. The keeper of the prison saw the butler and the baker, Pharaoh himself, the whole nation. These things happened so that he was a witness, yeah. that he was a testimony. And all the things that are happening in your life, you have to understand it's great to seek a career. Mm -hmm. It's great to do your school and get good grades and obey your parents. But all of this is so that you can be a shining light of Jesus Christ to those around you. That's yeah. why, to be a good testimony. Mm -hmm. You know, we forget that. Yeah, you know, sometimes God puts things in your hands to give to others. I was just thinking about all, all these things we're, we're talking about. You're right. The end of it is to help. Again, remember, I've, we've said this before, that God comes first, others second, and then I, I'm third. Yes, I'm third. And, and so why keep responsibilities? Why keep your priorities straight? Why, you know, reject the overload and the... 
Because God's trying to use you in this world. You're not just here to be here like a bump on a log. Yeah. And so realize and try, don't be a Dead Sea type person, but be somebody who's like the Sea of Galilee and realizing that God is trying to make you a blessing around this world, <laughs> yeah. or and at least in your in your immediate world. It adds so much more joy to, to everything. Yeah. Like school is a slog. I mean, I know some of you enjoy school, but it, it's a slog. It is. It can be. But you know what makes it sweeter? Realizing that if I do these things, I'm blessing my parents. Or if I'm doing these things, yeah. and then I go to church, I can encourage someone else. I can lift someone else up. I've seen some of our young people help tutor other young people. Yeah. You know, that's an amazing thing. So I know some of these things can be a drag, but take it and use it to be a blessing to someone else. Mm -hmm. And then if you do that, you actually will enjoy your own life more. Yeah. The mundane, yeah. the everyday, the, the kind of, you know, laborious stuff of your life actually has more levity and, and strength and, and light in it mm -hmm. because it's not just you. You're doing it for right. others. So anyway. Those are our pro tips. Back to school. Yeah, back to school prove to prove to me I'm, not I'm not a fool. Okay. <laughs> or something like and that. And I'm going to go and buy a mule. And Brother Andy is not a tool, but I am. Um, <laughs> Brother <laughs> Andy's even. cool, and I'm a you tool. I'm cool. going to jump awesome. into a pool, but I'm tired, so I'd rather drool. I'd rather sit on a stool. And school. he's going to hit me with a stool. I was I going with that one. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin, I appreciate you. You're I love you. More. And as always, get off yes. Facebook. Get your face in the book and have a great day by the way we're here for you yeah if you need anything talk to andy okay All right. <laughs> i'm a great tutor not <laughs> i'm good at grammar and have grammar a great day <laughs>